Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Man. Sheesh. Kyle Shanahan. Christian McCaffrey. 49ers. You had one job. One job. One job. And you couldn't get it done. And now, we've got no choice but to admit it. Ugh. The dreaded D word. The Chiefs are a dynasty. I blame you, Mike Evans. Why? I I blame, well, because you wouldn't give it to, I already gave it to him. But you and people like you, your types, that wouldn't give him the dynasty. No, no, no. They got to win a third. If they don't win a third in five years, they're not a dynasty. And that's what motivated. You heard Patrick Mahomes talk about it before the pregame. Hey, man, it's about going out there getting this win so we can be a dynasty. So we can shut all the critics up. All the Mike Evans is up. <laughs> so it's my that, fault. You motivated them. I motivated them. You motivated Instead of just like me, smartly giving them the dynasty, you're a dynasty. Hey, congratulations. Pat them on the back. Butter them up. Pour them honey over them so they're all sticky and slow. But no, you did it, Mike. Well, at halftime, they certainly didn't look like a dynasty. And yet they came back again. Kyle Shanahan again. Involved in a Super Bowl, third Super Bowl he's been involved in, either as an offensive coordinator or a head coach now, where he has blown or been part of a team that has blown a 10-point lead in the mm. Super Bowl. So let, let's start there. How? So you don't want to take responsibility? No. How did the 49ers lose this? Well, I mean, there are a myriad of different ways. Well, give me two or three of the biggest. All right. First half. You cannot completely dominate a first half like you dominated that first half and come away with a 10-3 lead at halftime. Can't do it. Sorry. You have got to be more efficient than that. You have got to be better than that. And then you start off in the third quarter and you go two straight three and outs with six passes called. How? You know, I understand the press conference afterwards. Oh, well, you know, we've got to, you know, it's hard to establish the run when, you know, you go three and out, three and out. Yeah, well, it's really hard to establish the run when you never call one. That's when it's really more difficult to establish. I was just, that third quarter was, to me, the most disappointing thing. And then I was just like, well, I mean, that's that's it. And I don't know about the rest of you, but as soon as you had to settle for a field goal in overtime, well, that's over. Yeah. You're gonna lose. Yep. You're just gonna lose. You're gonna stop in him. But plus, you're you're giving it to him with it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, I understood and at the time, it's funny, hindsight's funny. At the time I thought that's probably the right decision. Your defense just, you know, gave up a long touch or long field goal drive to to tie this thing up, give him some rest. But the thing about that drive for the Kansas City Chiefs is every you're automatically in four down territory so every second down is first down you know I mean it's it is every third down you're like oh we got two chances to pick up six yards so it wasn't like we got to go get six right now we got to go get convert this third down right now 
it's like, hey, man, we can throw it short of the chains and still have a chance to convert on a fourth and one. And, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, you probably should have just left your tired defense out there, kicked it to them, and see what you had to do to win. Kyle's explanation after the game was we wanted to be in a position where if both teams scored and then it was it was tied – after each team had had the ball, mm-hmm. that we would have the ball With then sudden in death. sudden death. By the way, as that whole overtime was playing out, anybody else like trying to figure out the rules along the way? Like when the uh, Chiefs had the ball with two minutes left in overtime, was mm-hmm. anybody else thinking for a second, oh, they, they got to score before the overtime ends? No. But – it's a game, right. so it's it's just, it's just would have, it just would have gone into a second quarter, right? And um, so it wasn't like they were facing any kind of uh, time constraints. So that uh, that was that was that. And then I, <sighs> hmm, John Elway, why why do you agree to that? Why do you agree to? be the representative that would hand the Super Bowl trophy to the Kansas City Chiefs and then stand up there on the podium? I mean, I'm 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 genuinely asking. Cuz if I'm a Bronco fan today, I'm I'm really upset at John. What are you doing? What are you doing? I This what, is really my fault. What the heck? I got to be honest. What are you doing? I got to be honest with you. I was so disgusted after that game. I turned the TV well, off. Well, I didn't. And if you didn't if you just happen to be watching it. it, so they they bring the the trophy out, and so Larry Zonka, the great dolphin, has it first, uh, and he carries it part of the way, and then he hands it off to John, and John carries it the rest of the way. He's carrying it with a big old smile on his face through like a a tunnel of chief players who are reaching out and touching it and everything like that, and then hands it to him up on the podium, and then stands up there on the podium. John freaking Elway. <laughs> I, I, he hey, should have tucked it under his hey, arm and ran with it. Hey, I. Hey, man. And he agreed to the idea that he would do this because they have NFC representatives if it had been the uh, the 49ers that won, and they had AFC representatives. He So he he agreed to this. Yeah, well, he agreed I mean, to this it's... with the idea that, hey, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, sure, I'll be the one that hands them the trophy. I mean, what are you doing? That bothers you? Yeah, it does bother me, actually. It, it, you know, we got all upset around here when people, when coaches like um, Nathaniel Hackett or Sean Payton wouldn't acknowledge a rivalry, right? People got all upset. Oh, you got to know. You got to understand. And then John Elway is out there handing the Lombardi trophy and then standing up there, you know, yucking it up with all the Chiefs up there afterwards. It's a bad look. It's a bad I, I look. Know, it's a bad. No, it's a bad look. Are you? And, sh- no. Well, all right. I'll I'll ask. All right. I'll tell you what. I know that. I'll tell you I what. I'll ask that, the texters out okay. there. I'll ask the Ramoslaw.com text line and say, Bronco fan, were you upset watching John Elway hand the trophy and then hang out there with a big old smile? See, I think he with got, those uh, big teeth of his. I think he got smiling duped. away. I think he got duped. He got duped. He got duped. He, he had no fell, idea. No, he fell victim to the you know. You can't hate Andy Reid. You can't hate Patrick Mahomes. They're such lovable guys. And he got duped and he didn't realize what happened. That's what I'm going with. Well, all right. I'll ask Broncos country out there. Ramoslaw.com text line 303 713 1043. 
I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Mm. What? Wait a minute. He's not. No. No. Mm. Coming up, could Russell Wilson be back? Could it happen? What would have to happen? We'll tell you next. No, God, please, no. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. As I try and fill around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, who moved the couch? Get storm-ready Wi-Fi only from Xfinity, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Restrictions apply. Limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30-7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash StormReady. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. Oh, in the aftermath of a, another Chiefs Super Bowl. Their third in five years. Their second in a row. And they are officially a dynasty, and Patrick Mahomes hasn't even turned 29 years old yet. So what to do? What to do, Broncos country? What to do moving forward, knowing that uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey aren't going anywhere? Well, could that mean bringing back Russell Wilson? So some uh, momentum perhaps building a little bit to the possibility of a Wilson return. Mike Kliss was on with the drive on uh, Friday and basically laid out a scenario where, hey, you know, if if Russ looks at it from the standpoint of, hey, if if I work with the Broncos and if I restructure my contract, then I would have guaranteed money still coming my way in 2025. Because, sure, if he gets cut by the Broncos, he gets all his money in 2024, but there's no guarantees for 2025. So here would be a way for him to restructure his deal, get a little less this year, a little less in 2025, but at least more guarantees than he would have if he just got cut this year. So Mark, you were um you you were when I first raised this idea a few weeks ago about hey, don't close the door exactly on on Russell Wilson. You said, "Nope, nope, it's closed. Move on. Don't even think about it." You still feeling that way right now? Yeah. Uh, you've done nothing to dissuade my opinion of what the Broncos are going to do with Russ. I mean, could Russ come back to them and say, hey, I could st- stand around or I could be around here for the next two years? Do you think, Do you think honestly, do you think Sean wants to coach him for the next two years? I don't think he wants to coach him for the next two minutes, let alone the next two years. So even if he came to the Broncos and said, hey, I've got a plan, I'll restructure this. I still think the Broncos and Sean Payton would say, hey, thank you, but no thank you. But when I first raised this idea a couple weeks ago, what if the Broncos go through this entire quarterback evaluation period? And whether it's the guys in the draft or it's the, the free agents out there or the possibility of trading for somebody, what if there's there's either A, nobody out there that really, really piques Peyton's interest, or the guys that maybe he's interested in, they're unable to sign, too expensive, or trade for because they don't have the assets? What if he just come back to the idea that, 
well, you know what? There's not really a whole lot out there, and maybe bringing Russ back isn't the worst thing. Under that scenario. Under that scenario. Would you rather work with Russ or and be committed to Russ for the next two years or work with a rookie that you feel like you could be in the same uh, – hey, listen, here's here's where it is. If I can find a rookie to play the way Russ played, which I believe you can, over the last two years I believe you could, you could find a young quarterback to be able to do those things the way they played last year with a potential of ascending and becoming really good, then I think you go in that direction. I just don't, I just don't think that there is a fit there both schematically with Russ and on a, on a personality that he doesn't fit. The personality doesn't fit and the schematics don't fit. And we learned one thing in the OJ trial. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Right? Uh-huh. Did we learn that? We did. Okay. We did. Yes. I was there. Yes. I mean, I wasn't at the trial. No, but I you was weren't there, there when the verdict came yes. down. Right, right. Correct. Correct. Uh would Russ want to do it? Would Russ want to stay here? Yeah. Why would Russ want to stay here? Why would Russ want to stay here? If you feel, if you truly feel like the report was true, that they were mean to you, made you cry on the inside, told you if you didn't take a pay cut, they were going to be dramatic, you know, or if you didn't waive the clause in your contract, there would be dramatic consequences and all that stuff. If all that stuff is actually true, why would you want to stay here? Mm Mm-hmm. Especially, you now, think you would think if you still had that confidence in yourself, um, yeah, I'll, I'll have big guaranteed money for twenty twenty four, maybe not for twenty twenty five, but I'll bet on myself. I'll yeah. bet on myself in twenty twenty four, and I'll go out and get myself another big deal. Big deal. Yeah, if you believe, you know, if you believe it's all about less let Russ cook, and they didn't adjust the offense to fit Russ's style, and you know, if you believe all that stuff, or I mean, if you come back, doesn't it kind of doesn't it kind of doesn't it kind of point to the whole narrative of Russ really got screwed over, and they really doesn't it doesn't it really point to that was a little bit made up by your people? Believe in it. Believe it. Hey, we're we're going to be spending Broncos country is going to be spending a lot of energy obsessing over and debating. The whole idea of what to do with the quarterback position. Really, let me let me make this easy for, for everybody involved, okay? It just comes down to stop worrying about what what you would do or what you think they should do and just understand that with Sean Payton in charge, if Sean has a quarterback out there that he can either draft, sign, or trade for that he really, really likes, mm-hmm. he's going to move heaven and earth to get that quarterback. Right. If he doesn't go out, and draft, sign, or trade for a quarterback, then you know right. there was nobody out there really, really, really that caught his interest. So I wouldn't stress out over all of it, but 
my, my point being, and what I've been saying here for the last couple of weeks when I first floated to you is, what, what if you go through this whole process and th- there's there's nothing really that catches your eye, then, you know, you're already paying, Russ. And if this is a way to do it where you can get some more cap relief, you, you, you don't have to go out and spend extra money on the quarterback position, and you just kind of run it back one more. Like I, hey, like I said earlier at the beginning of the segment, Mahomes and the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so you de- you uh, you're just delaying the inevitable because you're not going to beat them. You're delaying the inevitable because there isn't somebody out there that you really really have to have. You, re- you and so instead you go about building the rest of your football there, team up while you're just there's no to me there's no there's no logical reason because you don't really really like Russ. I mean, one thing I know about Sean Payton that dude has some ego now as do all coaches, and, I mean, why would he want to continue to go down that road with Russ when he knows right now he can't execute my offense? And, and, and yes, that, that makes a lot of sense unless you don't really find somebody better. And but, you already have to pay and, the guy anyway. And no, see, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't adhere to that logic because he doesn't like him. Coming up. I'm not going to kick the can down the road for two more years with somebody I cannot, I, I don't want to work with. Coming up, we'll uh, get into the morning brew. A lot of post-game reaction from Patrick Mahomes. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. He had one job. What happened to the 49ers? All that coming up next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. I mean, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do but just understand that uh, right now we're living in the age of Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, it, it's special. I think it's that championship mindset. I mean, whenever stuff isn't going great, we're going to continue to fight. And um, this game wasn't. We had times we weren't playing great, especially the offense, and we were able to step up to uh, step up to the occasion while the defense is making those stops. And um, people are going to talk about the offense. We had those last few drives. The defense is what kept us in that game, and that's our entire season. They're going to give us chances, and we're going to make it happen when it counts. Hey, there was just such a air of a sense of inevitability, wasn't it? Yeah. That once the 49ers didn't put him away when they had him on the ropes, you were just like, you're, you're messing around. Yeah. You're messing around. You're fixing to find out. Let him just hang around and hang around and hang. In the first half, you should have had, you easy should have had 20 24 points in the first half. You blew it! And then when they kicked the field goal in overtime, I was like, you cannot allow Patrick Mahomes to walk you off. And that's exactly what he did. He walked them all off. So even with it being fourth and, and longer, you, you still would have gone for it. Uh, you know, again, hindsight being 2020, I, I would... I, my whole thought process when it was third and four and they try to throw that little whip route out to the outside to Jennings and you know Kansas City brought the blitz and I still I just still feel like I'd have put it in McCaffrey's hands somehow some way in that particular third down situation and then see you know if you get to yourself a, a, 
either score or you get a fourth down and one or whatever. But that was just kind of my thought process. Anyhow, I, I mean, I, they tried. They had they had first and ten. You know, at the KC fifteen, they they did run McCaffrey for six. Mm-hmm. So then second and four at the KC nine, they ran McCaffrey again. No gain. Right. And at that point, it's third and four. You're you you would have still stayed with McCaffrey. I just think two more. You know, yeah. When two more I times. when I when they got to the first and goal from their what fifteen or whatever it was. I mean, first and first and ten from like the fifteen. First and ten, the KC fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. I sat there and thought to myself, I would just hand it to McCaffrey all four downs here and get a first. Like, I would figure that out. I, and again, that's always, that was my thought process going into it, like when they got the, the ball. And then especially when it was, when he got six yards on the first carry. I get it. I mean, I understand. It's always easy to sit in my position on the couch and go, I'd run it again. I'd run right, it again. Right. And I get where you're, I get where you're at. Um, and, you know, your defense has got to come up and get a stop. But I just... It just made me uneasy, especially when, you know, you started realizing every fourth down, even if you're on your own 20, doesn't matter. You're going for it on fourth down regardless. So then it became four down territory. You had to defend four downs from the first down you got it, which is just about impossible with Mahomes playing quarterback. Next on the Morning Brew, Kyle Shanahan. Another Super Bowl heartbreak. I mean, we all hurt. I mean, everyone knows how it feels and um, don't have a lot of words for it. But obviously we're hurting. Our team's hurting. But that's how it goes when you put yourself out there. I'm real proud of our guys for no regrets with our team. I thought our guys played so hard today. Not everything was perfect by no means. But um, I'm going to lose with a group of guys. It's do with those guys anytime. And... um, We'll take some time. We'll get over this and um, come back next year ready to go. Hey, look, here in Broncos country, we love the Shanahan's, but is, is Kyle now still is, is Kyle now lugging around the the title of the NFL coach that can't win the big one? He's starting to enter Marty Schottenheimer type territory. Well, I mean, or Marv Levy territory. Yeah. You know, all those coaches that. Uh, you know, we're, we're great coaches, but just couldn't win the big one. Man, I tell Dan Reeves. You know the music that popped into my head on that particular soundbite? You know, we dub soundbites or dub music for all our coaches. Little River Band, Lonesome Loser. Oh. Next on the uh, Morning Brew, Mike Kliss on with the drive on Friday. Kind of floating the idea, which gained some steam over the weekend, the idea that Russell Wilson's future with the Broncos might not be over just yet. If he gets cut, he doesn't get the $37 million in 2025. So that goes away. He gets $35 million this year, but he, but he doesn't get $37 million in 2025. And Russ, you know, he, he hasn't gone there, and either is his agent, Mark Rogers. If it gets to the point where the the well is dry, you know, and no one is going to pay him, sometimes you, you might have to, you know, you might have to give up a little now in order to uh, assure that you're going to play beyond this season. That's that's where Russ has to start wrapping his mind around. Do we have to start wrapping our mind around the idea that Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are going to continue a shotgun marriage? No. That. Each is going to look at the other and it's like, you're not my soulmate, but 
right now we work for each other. Mm. And think that maybe, like in this arranged marriage... We can grow into love. <laughs> right. You don't like each other at first, but then you start to realize. It's kind of like the wedding planner. Right. Right. Remember the wedding planner yeah, when yeah. he explained he, he explained to J-Lo <laughs> their relationship. He said, you know, it was arranged marriage. We didn't like it. And then I got sick, he said. Then I got sick. And your mom took care of me. And we learned to love each other. And we learned to fall. You know, and then we, uh -huh. we loved each other for right. years and years and years right, to come. Right, right, right. Maybe. You think Sean Payton is starting to realize that he's falling in love with Russ? I'm going to say absolutely unequivocally. Zero chance. Really? Zero. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not closing the book just yet. You don't. You think there's a chance? I think there's a, yes, because because of the possibility. I don't think Sean Payton is going to. I don't think Sean Payton is going to try to con himself into falling in love with a quarterback out there. I don't think he's going to do that. Whether it's in the draft. Or a free agency or trading for a quarterback, I don't think he's going to force himself to love somebody he doesn't love. And if he looks and if he can't find somebody that he really, really loves, I think he'll look at it and say, I'm going to keep my 12th overall pick. I'm going to get a stud football player. I'm going to continue to build this football team. I'll, I'll get Russ back on a, a rework contract. I can still draft a quarterback to uh, develop behind him. And um, Mahomes isn't going anywhere, the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. I'm not going to rush this uh, just to try to get some instant gratification. I think there's a better chance that Dan Orzlowski from ESPN is playing quarterback for the Broncos than Russ. Okay. All right. Well, I, I told you. You saw what he did at the skills challenge. I, he was awesome. Yeah. He was the best quarterback out there. Yeah. All I'm telling you, I told you a few weeks ago, don't completely close the book yet and I'm I'm still telling hey, you right my book now. Is my book is closed. Your book is closed. My book, my it's closed. It's closed. I've closed it. Okay. All right. It's you, over. Eh, I'm not so sure. That'll do it for the uh, morning brew. Bring that to you uh, each and every morning at six thirty. Lot to react to uh, from the game. These uh, Russell reports. Broncos country. How'd you feel about John Elway handing the Chiefs the Lombardi Trophy? All that coming up next. You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station, <laughs> 1043 The Fan. <laughs> That's a Eaten deep cut. Queen of hearts every time. Man. Have you heard about Can you just hear Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, Shanahan. He's underneath Kyle. He does keep on trying. Yeah. He does keep on trying. Since you're on something. Mm. Oh, keep this, this is, going. This is the Kyle Shanahan song. Oh, poor God, Kyle. It kills me. It just kills me. So then, take a look at yourself. He's a loser, but he keeps on trying. Wow, if that isn't Kyle Shanahan. Oh, that's a Sit down. And take a look at yourself. Don't you all to be somebody. How about you run the ball on first down? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go three and out. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh, today man. would have been a lot better day oh. for me if San Francisco would have won the game. Yes. Actually, this All is right. this good is stuff. like I actually kind of know nice what job, it feels guys. like to be a fan right now. Fever, road, good job. Because I I was yeah, I know you were you're a Shanahan fan. I get it. 
fanning out at the game. God. On the Ramosaw.com text line, that's it. I'm convinced Patrick Mahomes is a unicorn, and that's what you need if you want to compete for Super Bowls. <laughs> Good luck finding one. Yeah, I mean, that. so it's not what you need to compete for Super Bowls. So Josh Allen isn't enough. Joe Burrow's not enough. Lamar Jackson's not enough. You got to go find a unicorn? Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. Once is a fluke. Twice is a trend. Third time, it's a problem. Kyle Shanahan has a problem. It's from Matt. Mm-hmm. Another one. On the Ramoslaw.com text line, <laughs> this is a good one. Mm. I am so upset at John Elway. I expected him to get up there on the podium and say, this one's for Pat. Mahomes. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> you know what? That's too bad. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, let me get up here. I got a great line for you. This one's for Pat. And then yeah. hands it to Mahomes. Right. Hey, I mean, John, go all the way. Why don't you? I'm here. You're there. Yeah, actually, You're up there. That would have worked out pretty well, actually. Right? Sure. I love the uh, Elway apologists waking up this morning with their Elway footy pajamas on, staring at their Elway posters. Well, he agreed to it uh, weeks ago. Hey, it was two weeks ago that you found out that the Chiefs were going to be in the Super Bowl. At that moment, I would say, hey, I think you could probably find somebody else. I don't think you would have had problem finding somebody else to... Uh, Man, a lot of hate on here. John Elway's... Blinking dead to me. Right. It's a bad look. John has no business celebrating with the Chiefs. Felt sad for John. Huh. Fitting that John was up there since he created this mess in the first place. Wow. Even I'm not going there. Mm. Totally a bad look. Sickening as a Broncos fan. Another one. It was sickening, but L.A. didn't do anything wrong. They were honoring him for 25 years after winning the MVP of our Super Bowl. That's a complete overreaction. Then you know what you do? You flip it. Let him take the, the first part of the trophy. Then hand it off to Zonka. Let Zonka do the rest. Maybe Let Zonka. Zonka be the one to hand it off to the Chiefs, not L.A. Were there stairs involved? Did you have to go up the stairs to that podium thing? No, I just handed it up. Oh, you handed it up? Yeah, Zonka could have done that, unless his shoulders are bad. Elway sent a big F.U. to Broncos country. Mm. John is a turncoat. Wow. It's a little bit. I think it's a little bit much. I'm with you guys. I threw up in my mouth watching that. Woo. Okay. Let's just say it. It's a small sample. It's the it's it's the Ramoslaw.com text line, but I would say it's running uh, 80-20. People are very upset with John. You think John had any idea he'd get some blowback for this? I don't think it ever crossed his mind. Seriously? Huh. Seriously. Huh. Really? 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 Read that. Well, then that's... That's bad. It probably never. That's, brought, that's <clears throat> bad. That if that if if at that moment he's standing there uh-huh. and he's looking up and he's got this tunnel of Chiefs players that he's getting ready to walk through and there's the podium at the at the end of his. Mm. 
I think that's part you don't of, think at that moment he's like, uh oh, this that, was a bad idea. At that at that point in time, yes, I do. You do, but uh, up until that up point until time, then, right? He was just. I'm gonna deliver the Lombardi Trophy, and then he got in there and goes, "Yeah, this is not gonna go this over is well." Not no. Hmm. Another one is like, "I'm sick." Can you see all the memes that are gonna come out of this? <sighs> all right, <clears throat> all right. That's you know, it it, hey, it it's not it's not the uh, it's not the end all be all takeaway, but uh, still. Uh, thumbs down on the idea of Russ staying. There, I just, there is no, I mean, you never say never, but there is just zero chance for me. Zero chance. Another one, I almost want Sean to bring Russ back just to prove that he's not the player the Rusties think he is. You know, I almost, I almost, I almost feel though it is. Russell proved that wherever else he goes, I almost feel Mike that it is one of those things where. Okay, I tried it for a year. I am going to. Like, I'm going to. You know, fire us, change the carport, get it out. Like we're just we're just gonna go in an entirely different direction. And I almost feel like that's part of the part of the culture change aspect. Hey, I did a lot of culture change. There's a few more pieces that I have to that I have to take care of now before I completely have this team as my team. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. But remember, I'm I'm advancing this uh, the the whole idea that I'm trying to sell you on, the possibility is if Sean can't find a guy that he loves. Because right. I agree with you. If he does, whether it's in the draft, free agency, or even, you know, trading for a quarterback, if there's, then then yes, absolutely. Right. I don't want Sean to bring back Russ, um, you know, just just because you know financially it might make more sense. Right. Greg Penner looks at it and says, "Hey, Sean, you know we're paying all this guy this money. Maybe it's not a bad idea to have him here." If 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 Sean finds a quarterback that he that he really really likes, then then yes, I don't I don't see any reason why Russ is here or should be here. I'm just advancing the idea that what if throughout this entire process, once it's all said and done, Sean doesn't find that guy. Oh, he'll find him. <laughs> he'll move heaven and earth, huh? He will find. And if he doesn't find exactly the guy, he, he's like, well, what did I tell you when I broke down the film? I could find a quarterback from Smoky Hill High School to do what Russ is doing. Yeah, well. And, and so could Sean. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We'll see. We'll see. I just don't think it's a done deal just yet. You think it's a done deal, but uh, mm. I'm not ready to go there quite yet. Coming up, four down territory next.